ML Nation, episode 221. The crazy people receive the crazy benefits. At some point in their career, they reach a point where they lose themselves and they get so crazy and they just go for it and they, they make it. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. To be successful, you need coaching. Someone to help you overcome obstacles, give you a kick in the butt, consistent training, and the right support group. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. And before we start, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like MLM Nation, you love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing stories, trainings, just like this show. So go check them out at MLMNation.net forward slash times. Against mlnation.net forward slash times. And now here's today's iTunes review of the day. It comes from Nate G out in USA. He says, My favorite podcast. Uh, I stumbled across ML Nation a few months back. It truly has been life changing, has challenged me and caused a great shift in my thinking. I am a self development junkie, and this is my favorite place to go. Keep up the good work, ML Nation team. So thank you so much, Nate, for sharing that. Uh, this is a really important, and I'm glad, I'm really happy. Is shifted your thinking because it is all about mindset, right? That's why Napoleon Hill wrote that book, Think and Grow Rich. It's all about the way you think. And as you listen to these leaders, you know, don't just think about the strategies, but think about how they overcome challenges. What's the self-talk that they go through that maybe you are not? And how do you adapt that? Because that is the key to success. So thank you. And uh, ML Nation, if you love the show, please take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review. It takes one minute, no more than three minutes. Okay, if you want to like write longer, share with me how the show has helped you. Please do that. Uh, just go to uh, iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And uh, now for today's show, speaking about mindset, Nate, this is a really good show because it really talks about mindset and what it takes to be successful. And really, you know, you can hear something that really happened in real life where everyone lost all their money and how the rich got their money back. So it is coming from a special leader, young, really experienced, amazing guy from Zimbabwe, Africa. Super awesome show. So let's go to the show right now. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am super, super fired up today because we have a special guest from Zimbabwe, Africa. His name is Tende Chinaperkwe. Tende, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready. Awesome. You know, Tende Chinaperkwe was born and raised in a poor background from Zimbabwe, Africa. He worked hard and eventually got a degree in finance and started a career in the financial services sector. But when the Zimbabwe economy collapsed, he was, like he used his own words, forced into MLM at the age of 24. After building the business consistently for four years, Tende hit six figures in 2009 and has been earning a six-figure income every year since then. He's received numerous awards from his company, including profit shares, winning the House Fund Award, and also winning four cars as well. Tende is currently a one-star director and a global speaker. So Tende, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Okay, um, 
Uh, Tidaishon Perigwe is my name, just like uh, Simon Chen has said. And I um, uh, started doing network marketing 11 years ago. Just after leaving university, I got a very good job as an invest trainee investments analyst. And when I was working there, the financial services sector in Zimbabwe collapsed. At the collapse of the financial services sector in Zimbabwe, uh, then I was left jobless and it was not easy for me to find another job until I got a general administration job and the leader of that uh, organization joined a network marketing organization and she introduced me to that uh, business. But I was very skeptical because it was my first time to hear about network marketing. I'd never learned about it in school. I never heard it from my family. And it was the first time. And I just decided, okay, because I have no money and I want to change my life, let me just do it. And then I signed up to become a distributor and I decided to uh, start working. Within six months, I got a free trip. Then I went to attend a regional conference for that organization. When I came back from that regional event, my mind was completely different and I quit that temporary administration job and I decided to do network marketing full time from July 2006 up to this day. Wow. So you said when you got started, you had to, uh, how was your first four to eight weeks? Did you have some success? It seems like you had success uh, right from the beginning. When I joined, when I started doing the business, it was not easy because immediately when I started, uh, first month, my bonus was like 52 US dollars. But one of the biggest advantages I had when I joined is that one of the leaders of that organization identified me as a speaker and they started grooming me and helped me to do public speaking. And that is what uh, gave me a big advantage uh, and I started learning a lot. It was a big challenge. I had to learn very fast because I was part of the training team and the company had just penetrated uh, Zimbabwe and uh, I had to know my staff. Okay, without, uh, I know it may sound weird talking about yourself, but why do you think that leader chose you as a speaker? What did you do to deserve that attention? Um, when I started uh, doing the business, I every day decided to go to the meeting and to uh, be one of the first people to get to the uh, event uh, meeting center, arrange the things there, sit in front, pay attention, and uh, start to be involved in uh, what was happening there. Wow. So you basically gave a really good leadership tip for everyone that leadership starts within. So even though you weren't earning much money, you, you said you're the first one to show up, you sit in the front, and you help people, right? Helping getting involved, yes, yes, even yes. though you weren't earning that much. Now, why did you do that? Because some people say, oh, I'm not earning any money yet. So why, so why did you decide to do that? When I attended the presentation, uh, I saw network marketing as a big opportunity. There was one big leader who had come in town and she was presenting and I looked at this person. I saw this is an amazing opportunity for me and I, I, I wanted to change my life. And so I decided I have to quickly get into the action uh, circle and quickly push myself closer to the people who are doing the business seriously. So I had to show that I really wanted to do this thing. Mm. 
That's really good. Now, you say you earned $52 in uh, the first month, but you had yes. more success than a lot of distributors. What did you do differently than, than, uh, than other distributors? And why this? Why are they struggling while you had success? And then you said six months later, you, your business is doing really, really well. You were able to go full-time. So what did you do? What can other people learn from your experience? When I started doing the business also, um, I started reading uh, widely immediately when I came in and started researching about this because I did not want to make the mistake of putting my career on hold and start doing something that was going to fail. And that is when I I, I got um, uh, some uh, to listen to Rich Dad's uh, Robert Kiyosaki's audio and there Sharon later was talking about uh, uh, network marketing being the third way to start a business. And then I decided to dig more and also to read widely so that I can improve my knowledge. So from the moment I started doing network marketing, I decided I must start reading about the subject of money and also try to dig deeper into uh, the network marketing and work very hard. So instead of treating like a hobby or something, you treat like a career. Yes, I treated it as a career. And you know, one of the guys I met at the beginning, uh, uh, he was a Chinese guy. He told me, Tendai, you know, you have a, you have a degree from university. Um, and um, uh, But I want you to know that when you go to work, you are going to be sitting in the office. You just help yourself and your family. But when you do network marketing, you are going to help a lot of people. So I recommend you take network marketing as a career, uh, something that you can substitute your current career with. And so at that moment, I just understood what this guy was trying to say and decided to take it very seriously. Mm. It's really good. I think most people don't they treat it like a hobby and not a career. Uh, and so six months later, a couple months later, you went to the regional conference. What did you see at the conference that really changed you? When I went to attend the conference, uh, it was a very big conference. It was in the state, it, it in a very small stadium, and um, I saw people receiving awards there. But the success stories that were being shared there, and the energy in the in the event, and the the the, the way the people were excited, just made me believe more that I was doing the the right thing. And also at the conference, there was a guy who. Uh, who came to me and he said, I have discovered that you are one of the youngest uh, people who have received an award here and I want to talk to you. And he took his time to speak to me that you are very young, you are 25 years of age. And if you take up this business very seriously, 10 years from now at 35, your life is going to be very different. So you go back to Zimbabwe and you take this business seriously and don't you ever give up. Mm. So just to give uh, listeners, so a lot of listeners are from different countries, and uh, what's the, so they don't know much about Africa, what's the average income for a person, uh, like a working class, uh, university grad working class a month in Zimbabwe? How much do they earn? In Zimbabwe, uh, right now, the, the, the university graduate, they would earn around um, – one thousand dollars to around uh, three thousand U.S. dollars. Uh, about four thousand and above is for middle-level uh, managers. Then uh, seven thousand and above is like for the senior management people. Yeah. So when you're making like a six-figure income, 
you are really it's just to give perspective because in the US like for example if you live in Los Angeles if you're making you know 10,000 a month it's good income but not that great but in Zimbabwe 10,000 a month is a lot of lot of money then yes it's a, it's a lot of money so how do people have uh, money to join because that's you know so that's a question because people in the US sometimes complain like oh all my friends they don't have money they don't have the money to join so how do people in Africa how do you help overcome the no money objection um, the no money objection is a very common uh, objection here, but um, uh, we do our best to sell this as a, a, a do or die opportunity. Mm. What do you mean by do or die? That's a very good point. I think most people don't get it. They don't treat us as a career. They definitely don't do that. What do you mean? Give an example of how you treat it like do or die. That, for example, if you are going to work here in Africa, there's a lot of retrenchments going on every year, people losing their jobs and uh, their dreams being shattered. And some university graduates in Africa, especially now with the economic crisis, a lot of them, they leave university, they cannot get a job at all. And so when we present the network marketing opportunity, it's like if you don't do this, there is no other alternative out there because of the challenging uh, economy out there. And I, I have a friend, um, he may be listening to the show, Stefan from Perth. Uh, he's actually a coaching client of mine and a friend. Uh, he's from Zimbabwe. And he was telling me that inflation can be incredible, right, in Zimbabwe. Yeah. In two, uh, 2008, going backwards, between 2004 up to 2008, inflation was, uh, was crazy. And then in 2009, government removed the currency, so there is no currency for Zimbabwe. We use the U.S. dollar and uh, other foreign stable currencies as uh, a currency, a multi-currency system, from 2009 up to today. So correct me if I'm wrong, because I want our listeners to understand this, because this is something like if you live in the U.S. or Canada, you don't really deal with. So you could have like just say a thousand dollars in Zimbabwe, right, 1,000 Zimbabwe, and then in 2000, before 2008, and then the next day that could be worth nothing, basically. In, 2000 and, um, in 2008, uh, 2009, uh, the situation was so bad, that inflation was so high, people lost their money and all that. But from 2009, everything was different. I see. So, oh... So how has things been different in 2009? And how does MLM play into a role? How does network marketing get, get involved and the, the impact has had? Network marketing in, in, in Zimbabwe and other African countries where I have networks is coming in as a major substitute uh, to the traditional employment. Mm. It's really, really inspiring. Uh, because I know that Africa, is, network marketing is very new. It's growing very fast because... It's an alternative. It gives people hope. Right? Yes, uh, the reason is because um, in, in Africa, network marketing is fairly new. Most people don't understand the concept and um, they are getting it for the first time. When you have a meeting, let's say 300 people sitting in your meeting, you can find maybe um, 10 people or 20 people who know about network marketing. The rest of the people is their first time to attend a network marketing organization uh, meeting. Yeah, so how do people find money to join? What do they, I know in the Philippines, like people who have hungries, do or die, they would just like, 
maybe borrow money, they would maybe sell things in the, in the pawn it off, sell it in the pawn shop or sell things. How do they get the money to join? Um, people have, uh, some of them have family members like their parents going to work, but maybe you are, you are a university graduate yourself, you don't have money, or your husband is working, but you are not working, or your wife is working and your husband is not working, and, but can support you to join and start the business. I see. Um, so and getting... some, most of the people also are in small businesses. They have to do buying and selling of things, uh, but they know it's not sustainable. So when you offer them the opportunity, the money to join, they have. I I see. I see. So uh, getting back to your journey, um, you were building it consistently. And then in 2009, you hit six figures or five figures a month USD, which is a really big accomplishment. So what yes. was the turning point that really helped your business explode and take off? Was it like a special light bulb moment or something that happened that you kind of like got it? And ever since then, you've been six figures ever since. What was that light, the big moment that changed? In 2009, what, what really changed uh, everything is um, uh, in 2009, I really decided to uh, focus on, uh, on, in, on, on meetings and I, I decided to set up my own training uh, center for my team uh, and anybody who was in our organization who wanted to, uh, to learn and I decided to do meeting after meeting after meeting on a more serious note, more than what I was doing uh, before. And everything started growing so fast. And at that time, also in 2009, the government had removed the local currency. So everybody, if your money was in the bank in Zimbabwean dollar, you woke up in the morning with no money at all. So you, be, you could be a millionaire with zero the next day. Yeah, the, the the inflation was too high, so like every money in your account, when the multi-currency was introduced, everything just went to, to zero, and everybody had to start from zero. Well, so you could be, uh, this is amazing, I want to I mean, I talk about this so people understand the situation. So you could be a millionaire in Zimbabwe currency, and the next day wake up with zero, just like everyone else. That is what happened in 2009 after the inflation had gone too high in 2008. And the, then the government had to remove the Zimbabwe dollar. Wow. And um, uh, on the side note, I'm sure that after re- everyone became zero, within you know, two, three years, all the millionaires got their money again. Right? They became because of their mindset. Yes, because of their mindset. These people who were making money before and the people who are, who are daring, they got back to their feet and they started making money again. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to be sound political or something, but that's what I, you know, it's like a lot of times people say you have to, the rich should give back to the poor and they tax the rich more. And I think people who do that, they don't realize wealth is all about mindset. Like, like this is literally something happened. Like sometimes we talk about if you take all the money away from the rich and give it to the poor, within two years the rich will all get the money back, right? Because they know exactly they have the success habits of attracting money, while the poor have the habits that lose money. So that's a really good example. It's very interesting. Like you know, just imagine you know if you're listening to the U.S. here, you had whatever money saved up in the bank it was all gone one day. The <laughs> government just decides it's gone. And you're zero. Yes. Oh, it is incredible for Americans to think like that. Because we take it for granted. Our money's in the bank, our investments, it's safe. They basically, like, just imagine when you wake up, the U.S. dollar doesn't exist. And you're back to zero. So the homeless guy, everyone, you're back to equal, right? But 
It's all about mindset. Exactly. Within one or two years, the wealthy attract the money back. So it's really the mindset that you have to work on. It's um, getting back to you said you you, you did your own uh, meeting center and then you start doing meeting after meeting and meeting. Uh, just to yes. give people an example, an idea. How many meetings did you do a day? Uh, during that time, I decided to have a morning uh, presentation and an after-work presentation for the people who go to work, the formal presentation. But after the formal morning presentation, I'd be meeting, uh, my, my team members would be bringing people to me, and I was talking to people, uh, and that is why it was magical at that time. And so- you know, in 2009, after, um, after two months, uh, about 1,000 people were joining my team every month. Wow. So how many, meetings, how many meetings did you do a day? You did two formal meetings, morning and evening. In between, how many one-on-one or meetings would you do? In between, I, I, I'm, uh, to tell you the honest truth, Simon, I lost count of the meetings <laughs> I was having because, you know, I would sometimes not even have time to eat my food. Hmm. Uh, my, 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 my staff would bring my food there and I would not even have time to eat the food because of the people that I would have to meet one after the other. And I, I saw it as a big opportunity that the U.S. dollar was in circulation. It was used as the currency and everything was stable and I had to just move. What Now you've had 11 years of experience. What is the worst moment for you in network marketing? Your worst, worst moment where you almost had doubts about this career. But, just, but, because, but you did not quit. And because of that, you are the leader you are today. Yes, so what's the worst um, moment you had? Uh, you mean in relation to the network marketing profession? Yes. Um, in 2012, uh, the, the, the company I, I was working with for seven years had uh, its own uh, problems that were affecting the operations in Africa and other countries. And so at that time, I, I, I had to make a decision to, to find another network organization. And I had worked with this company for seven years and I was so into this organization and I did not want to leave the organization. And some of the leaders I had met before, they had told me, when you join a network marketing company, if you want to change your life, stay with the network company for a very long time, 10 years, 15 years and change your life once and for all. And I, it made so much sense uh, for me. But when I had to make the shift to start again from zero, it was, it was like so stressful for me. So why did you stay? Why did you still do network marketing? Even though you're company? Uh, uh, because, you know, when I was in my first network uh, organization, I started earning a good income. Per month, uh, five-digit income, six-figure per year, 2010-11. It was so uh, so good for me. And then um, the reason why I could not give up was because I had already tested how good network marketing is. I had seen big success stories from the people I had worked with uh, in my organization. And I could see that if I were to go to work, I would not be able to earn the type of money like 20000 30000 that I had, uh, I was earning in my first network organization. No company would pay me thirty thousand a month, non-taxable income, 
Um, it, so I had to, I just had to stay in this network marketing business. And you know, in network marketing, every day you, you, I, I got sold in and you enjoy uh, what you are doing. It becomes a part of you. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, speaking about enjoying, what would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? When the, my proudest moment in network marketing is when I had to start from zero again. Hmm. Uh, to to when I joined my, my my current network organization four years ago, and it's like everything is stripped away from you. You are starting to build from scratch, but just that this time you have knowledge. And you know, in my when when I started four years ago, in my first month in April 2012, 980 people joined my network. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. What were some mistakes that you made when you were at 24 that you d- did not make when you rejoined your company, restarted your current company in 2012? What are some mistakes, the common mistakes you used to make that now you know better not to make? Um, when I uh, started, when I was 24, uh, 25, I, at the beginning, I was attending the meetings first, yes, but I would also... Uh, try to concentrate much on doing selling and not focus on the education part and on the meeting uh, part. And uh, when I started uh, four years ago, I knew I cannot do this uh, again. Hmm. So focus on the education, educating, training, but not on doing the meetings. The meetings is what builds the networks. Yes, Got it. Yeah, I think that's a common mistake a lot of people make. It's like they feel, feel they feel that they have to know more or they have to train more. But it's really about prospecting and doing meetings and meetings and meetings and bringing new people into the business. Yes. Now, you've been in the profession for over a decade. What excites you most about network marketing now? Where do you see network marketing, especially in Africa? How do you see network marketing more, getting more and more uh, involved into the society and, and, and in the economy? Uh, network marketing uh, is uh, fast growing now in Africa and um, it's contributing a lot to uh, alleviating employment, e- unemployment issues. And then also, secondly, network marketing promotes tourism a lot. Uh, distributors travel to different countries. We have promotions. They travel to different countries and uh, it promotes tourism domestic and internationally. And uh, at the same time, um, you can see in the families people who really are working and they can earn a good income that they begin to improve the standard of their living and they help uh, more people in their families and it becomes a, a very important aspect of the society today. Do you see Africans more open to network marketing now than back in 2005? Eleven years ago, when I started doing people, my friends from university, uh, my friends from the neighborhood, everybody thought I was out of my mind. <laughs> How can you come from university with a finance degree and you start talking about health and wellness stuff? It was like I was crazy. And some of my friends actually tried to get me a job uh, in their organizations, inviting me for interviews at the central bank and other uh, companies. But um, now, 11 years later, 
people are more uh, enlightened about this profession and also with the use of social media and internet increasing, then uh, people now begin to also read and research more and to discover more things about network marketing profession. What is your vision, Tandai? As far as the network marketing profession? Yeah. I want to uh, contribute a lot in educating a lot of people uh, in changing their lives through network marketing and um, also uh, assist uh, more people who are in this profession, even if they may not be involved in the company that I am, to understand network marketing clearly the way it's understood in Asian, European, and American countries. Want to know the best places to find new prospects in a new city? What places to advertise and find leads? As an MLM Nation Insider member, you can get How to Find Prospects in a New City course and all my other training courses for free. Normally, these courses sell for $47 on our website, but all MLM Nation Insider members have free access anytime. You definitely want to be an Insider member. Go take a dollar trial and check it out at www.mlmnationinsider.com. That's mlmnationinsider.com. Awesome. Very, very inspiring. Uh, Tende, as we go towards the end of this show, some really quick questions to pick your brain, okay? Yes. So one of them is, what is one of your favorite, I know you read a lot, so what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? The success quotes. Yeah, what's one quote that motivates you? I, 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 I had my own quote, the crazy people receive the crazy benefits. <laughs> I like that. You know, I discovered that the people who really make it big and they make money and they change their life uh, through network marketing, at some point in their career, they reach a point where they lose themselves and they get so crazy and they just go for it and they they make it. Definitely. I I love that. Uh, What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Uh, the major habit that has made me to uh, become successful is that I have uh, decided to learn continuously since I started doing this business and I've tried to learn continuously, hunt and look for information so that I can always stay on top of the game. Do you have any specific routines? Like, Do you read first thing in the morning or do you read at night? Do you, do you have any routines like that? A major routine is at night before I sleep every day, I must watch a video or watch something to do with success or to do with network marketing. And I follow uh, successful people like Jack Ma a lot, the founder of Alibaba. I always watch his video clips um, and it's really inspiring for me. And I do it almost every night. Yeah, that is really good because it basically programs your subconscious mind to success. So while you're sleeping, you know, your, your mind is working and finding ways yes. for you to be successful, programming you. That's really good. Um, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, in, I met uh, a guy called Jason Shitai Ming. He is from uh, Taiwan. Uh, that was in 2010. 
when I met Jason, he clearly explained to me the model of network marketing and the concept of um, building this business when he said that in one single word, um, the most important thing when somebody is building a network organization is self-positioning. And he explained the four types of people you find in network marketing, the consumer, the retailer, the business builder, and the business builder leader. And he said that the most important thing was immediately after you join a network marketing company, you must personally position yourself. And at the same time, when you start recruiting and building your network, you must have the ability to help your team to position themselves on these four elements. And at the same time, also identify people from your team and be able to uh, categorize them according to the four elements uh, that ex- of the people that exist in a network marketing organization. That is really, really good. And ML Nation, I'm going to repeat those during the recap after we let uh, Tande go. Really good stuff. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Tende, back to you. What is your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you meet me, I'm a good prospect. Do you send me, obviously I'm in the U.S., right? Or maybe even in Africa, but you're far from a different city. Do you uh, send them, do you do a webinar? Do you do a Skype? Do you send them a link to an online video? What do you like to use? I, I normally like to, to use, um, uh, you know, like the interviews that uh, Network Marketing Pro of Eric Ward does where he's interviewing people. Like recently, I've been using the under 30 um, uh, interview, where he interviewed the under 30 uh, millionaires. I, I like this because when you send somebody, they see the bigger picture of our profession and then from there, they want to know more, and then we, we, we pick it up from there. Very, very cool. And ML Nation, those are Eric Worry videos when he interviews like people under 30. You can find them on YouTube. Uh, really good stuff. Um, Tande, yeah. do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote, or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, uh, normally, um, I, I, I use Facebook uh, a lot. But like I told you last week that on Saturday we're having a soft launch for our system and I'm going to be running um, a, a web page for this um, a system, a YouTube account and um, run a, um, a, a, a sort of um, a, a recruitment system through the, 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 the social media um, staff. I see. Very cool. Um, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Uh, you know, I, I, I discovered in working with people and in building the business that most of the people, the major problem is that not that they can't do network marketing, but the major problem is in the mindset that the mind of most people, even I travel to different countries, sometimes I go to Europe, I go to Asian countries, and I meet people from different countries talking to them about our, our, our profession, that the mindset is where the major problem is. And in the books that I have read, one of the classic books I would recommend everybody with their team in network marketing is The Master Key to Riches by Napoleon Hill. Really good stuff, yeah. I mean... It's all about the mindset. It's all about the mindset. Yes. 
Uh, and ML Nation, I know you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. NationBook.com, okay. So, Tande, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Yes. Here's the last question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet but they spoke your language, and you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What is the first thing you would do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? I would uh, uh, collect some short MLM um, interviews or uh, video clips of success stories and use them to sell the idea of the network marketing uh, profession. And uh, I would also uh, go to the, uh, find a newspaper and um, have a column where I send a write-up on the network marketing profession uh, so I can get leads and people can contact me and I create curiosity and start talking to people. Awesome. Uh, it's been you've been awesome, Tande. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then, what's the best way our listeners can connect and contact you? Uh, my advice uh, to people who are doing uh, network marketing, uh, especially uh, maybe some people are out of Africa. I, I just want to say that Africa is a very big market with the one billion people, and network marketing is fairly uh, fairly new. And it's a very big market if you want to build your uh, your organize, your network marketing organization. And that um, you must uh, work very hard and always listen to successful people. Never take advice from broke people. It will affect you big time. And uh, what's the best way our listeners can connect with you and contact you? Uh, the best way to contact me for now is through my Facebook account. My full name, Tendaishino Perekwe, is my Facebook account, is my Facebook name. Awesome. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Tende Chinaperekwe. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Tende. Now, this name is T-E-N-D-A-I. Okay, T as in Thomas, E as in England, N as in Nancy, D as in... David, A is an apple, I is an India. Tenday at the search bar and the show notes, all, all the nuggets of wisdom that Tenday shared and also his Facebook link will be right there. Definitely connect with him. He's an amazing, amazing young leader here. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Tenday, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Tenday, thank you so much again. You've been super inspiring. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you very much, Simon. It was a wonderful experience to talk to you from MLM Nation. Thank you very much. Want to know how to prospect more confidently and speak with influence? As an MLM Nation Insider member, you get my Speak to Influence course along with 17 other training courses for free. These courses are normally $47, but with your dollar trial, you get all of them for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that's MLMNationInsider.com. MLM Nation, wow, I love it. From Zimbabwe, Tende 
Chino Perakway. Well, you know, I had to practice that a few times. Uh, I love the accent from our African friends and really super inspired to see how MLM is growing. MLM is really just starting up in Africa and talk about giving people opportunity. You know, I think the main, uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things here. I think this is one thing that uh, we talked about on this show that we've never talked about before. Is a, and really talked about, and this is a great example, was the mindset, right? The, and I always talk about if... Uh, you know, if you took all the money of the richest people, give it to the poor, within one or two years, all the rich people will get it back, right? So no matter how much you help, it's like, you know, don't give a fish to a person, but teach them how to fish because it's all about a mindset. And just imagine 2008, okay? Just imagine you lived in Zimbabwe. doesn't matter how much money you've saved up, whether it could be 10000 or 50000 or a million dollars or millions of dollars. One day the government just got rid of the currency. And everything just vanished and disappeared like that because the inflation was out of control. And by the way, just to let you know what inflation out of control is, meaning like, you know, if you get like a bottle of water, it could cost a dollar. One week later, it could be $10. A month later, a bottle of water could be $1,000. Okay, it was out of control like that. Like you eat a lunch, a you know, a $5 burger could be $5,000. That's how crazy it was. So it was so out of control that uh, they couldn't, you know, the only way to solve this problem was to get rid of the whole currency, made it worth zero, and start from scratch. Right? So just imagine that. All the money you ever saved in the bank, and you live in a country like the U.S., you take it for granted, it's gone. You just start over. So the person that was uh, on welfare or no money in the bank, the homeless guy, you're just an equal footing as that person. Everything's gone. But you know the amazing thing is, within a few years, the all the richest people that had the money before, they all get the money back. It's all about the mindset. It's all about mindset. And Tande shared about like when he recommended the, um, the book, The Master Key to Riches, right? Is people fail network marketing because of the mindset. The major problem is all about the mindset. Or, or you know, whether it is you know, your fear of money or your lack of belief in yourself or you don't think you deserve it or you feel like you're not successful enough. And one of the mistakes Tande talked about when he made that he did not repeat again was when he first started, he thought he needed more education, need to know more to be successful. This business is not about knowing more. It's about confidence, people buying you, visualizing and seeing yourself becoming successful. And it's not about more trainings. It's really about doing more meetings, right? And when you talk about the meetings, it reminded me of one of my uh, leaders in the Philippines. He's a million-dollar earner where, you know, for a span of like a year and a half, two years, he did nine meetings a day, okay? Nine meetings a day, five days a week. And the weekends, on Saturday, he maybe do three or four meetings. Nine meetings, back to back to back to back. You start doing at 11 a.m. and end around 10, 30, 11 p.m. No breaks. Okay, the only time a break was if there's no meeting, he would do a break. He never scheduled the breaks. If there was no meeting that time, he would go grab a bite. But just back to back. And now, he's one of the, you know, you can say wealth-wise, top wealthiest people out in the Philippines. Um, and that's what it takes, meetings, meetings, meetings. That was his turning point. Another great thing that... Uh, tend to show really about the, what it takes about mindset is he starts, you know, he treat like a career because he's like, I got to make this. I got to treat like a career. I got to go all out. So even when he first started, you know, his big break was one of the leaders got him to be a speaker. So he learned how to present himself well, right? So how did he get that? How did he get that opportunity to be a leader, be groomed? was because he was a giver, right? Things that every one of you can do. He was the first ones to show up to a meeting. He always sat in the front. He always got involved. We'll find different ways to help out. And you don't need to make money. You don't need anything. You don't need experience to do that. But just having a great attitude got the leader's attention. And the leader started teaching him, grooming him. And then, that, and then he started treating like a career. 
Right. And then he went to the, the, his first event. And, you know, we talked about events over and over again, the importance of going to events. He went to the regional event. It was a stadium. And he saw the excitement and realized it's a do-or-die opportunity. Right? Do-or-die. I think most of you say, oh, if it happens, uh, you know, I talked to a lot of people. They say, I'm hoping it works out. If you're hoping it's work out, I'm telling you, it's not going to work out. It's do-or-die. We're going to make it happen and never quit. You know, I like talking to these people in these countries because you realize if you think that, oh, no one has the money, no one, that, that objection, no money, it doesn't matter where you live in the U.S. or wherever you live, no one has the money. But if people see the opportunity, it's do or die, they see it as a way out of poverty, way out of opportunity, people will find the money. They'll borrow the money, they'll find a money, they'll find a way to get started. Last, uh, you know, one of the quotes that uh, tend to share was, crazy people get crazy benefits. I love that. You got to be crazy. But, I mean, automatically, the day, by the way, the day you joined, your friends would be thinking you're crazy. Like, 10 of these friends thought he was crazy. They actually tried to help him, hook him up with a job at his company, right? Little did they know, like, they're the ones who are crazy working 40 years for a corporation and not having security, not having the control or time flexibility. That is crazy. We're in an awesome business. And you know what? Most people don't understand it. So let them, be, let them think we're crazy because crazy people make the crazy money. Love that. Good stuff. Be the purple cow. Last thing is uh, he talked about the Chinese leader told him positioning. Positioning is really important. Know where you are. Are you a consumer? Are you a retailer? Are you a business builder? Are you a business builder leader? Obviously, 10 days a business builder leader. Where are you at? Where do you want to be? You want to big, make the big bucks? You got to be a business builder leader. And the important tip is know your downlines. Where are they? Are they a consumer, a retailer, business builder, or a business builder leader? Identify them because you're going to work with each one of them very, very differently. Awesome show. You definitely connect with them. You know, it's really cool to talk to people from Africa, Zimbabwe. I love the accent. Love the, the hunger, the desire. Huge, uh, huge market there as well. You go to mlnation.net. Reach out to Tende. T-E-N-D-A-I. Okay? T-E-N-D-A-I. Thomas Edward Nancy Dog. Apple. India. Tende. Uh, you see his last name? Chinnapurakwe. And really cool last name to Chinnapurakwe. I've practiced that a few times. Uh, but definitely connect with them. Amazing stuff. You learn about the culture, too, about what's going on in Africa. Um, we live in a world with a lot of cultures, a lot of different people open to network marketing. really growing out there. Super, super exciting. Interesting things going on. And ML Nation, if you like this episode, very, I mean, I, if you find it inspiring, please share with others. And also, please subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a review on iTunes. It means a lot. And uh, not just to us, but it helps people find the show better. So, that's it for me. So this is Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be a network marketing professional. Awesome show. Thank you so much, Tendai Chinaproque. We appreciate you and we appreciate you, MLM Nation, for listening. And remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare.